0: Alene, hi. How are you? I'm um, good. Great. Um, it's great being here in your space um, in Copenhagen. It looks really amazing, and I love the tools and the way you've got everything ordered. And I love the selections of your work that I can see. Some things which must be your work. Yeah. And also you've got some old books as well, which look really interesting and have very beautiful, kind of like. Um, I guess I don't know how that one's done, but I know that you have these processes where you kind of like um, dip paper in in inks marble and stuff paper. like marbling and stuff this like that. Is not a marble but that's paper. not a marbling, but it looks amazing. It's printed like You're that. Printed it's like sort that. of
1: like a relief. If, if it looks very looks beautiful at, yeah. that one. Yeah. Character. But anyway,
0: please do introduce yourself. Yeah. And,
1: yeah. My name is Marlene. I'm a handbook binder, which is. Uh, very rare thing these days and I was an apprentice at this workshop at Ole Olsen who had this workshop Colibri before me and uh, he was so nice to take me in and uh, thought I would be the perfect one to take over one day it was uh, unfortunately sooner than later because he got very ill under my apprenticeship here um, but uh, I managed to to finish as a handbook binder and worked here for half a year and then I took over and I'm running Colibri for on the thirteenth year now.
0: Thirteen, wow, that's yeah. amazing. Um, I, um, I'm really sorry that um, he got ill but what a wonderful opportunity for you because it must be also very rare to find the right person.
1: I think it was you know, So a it's wife, like um, a,
0: a, an incredible combination of events that has brought you here.
1: Yeah. That, I feel really very grateful that uh, it we managed somehow to get here yeah. uh, together and then it was like he passed on his life work. Yeah, definitely. Me. He just handed and it to uh, you which is yeah. A
0: a love a beautiful feeling. Yeah, yeah. yes. Very yeah. rare also very rare as a work environment. Because in modern work environments you don't really get that now. It's all very kind of abstract. Yeah. You come do a job and you go so and it's very nice it to get this. But you have yeah. here, I
1: have the whole history. Yeah, of totally. The building, singing. his whole history his, here. It was his home and his workshop. And I stayed in these uh, stellar uh, <laughs> rooms where, we, where so all the machinery was. Heavy machinery, <laughs> um, I must say, i was working on. It's not just some, something you move to somewhere else if you want to move space. So it's uh, very... Uh, compact uh, workshop here with heavy machinery.
0: So rather like a medieval priest in his cloister, you were kind of like t- taken down here on that and note. actually,
1: there was an old cluster here. Oh really? Yeah, oh. This, this house is built on that stone from this oh, uh, cluster from the 1600s. Oh, so even wow. though the house is like 300 years old, the stones wow. it's built with is even older than that that's
0: really interesting because what I wanted to bring about was this idea of um, medieval craft and how what we inherit from medieval crafts and to ask you what do we do with that now in in this moment in time we have, um, you know, there are many medieval crafts, you can say the whole of building is a medieval craft you know, but um, who who are your customers? Who who comes here? What do they want from me? How do you address them? I mean, you know, who, what 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 do modern customers want from something that has such a kind of strong tradition and such a beautiful tradition of of the handcraft things made by hand?
1: I think the nowadays customers of uh, this bookbindery are not so modern, <laughs> and that's <laughs> <Really>? what <laughs> bring them to me because maybe they are another cases, but when it comes to books, they really adore and love the old-fashioned binary, where you have the aesthetics and the functionality. Both Mm -hmm. of it has to work together. It's not just a beautiful coffee table book, and it's not just a functional book. You have both in the hand bound book, and it's something that is so rare these days. You can't buy a functional book in the bookstore anymore. Yeah, totally. Um, no. mm-hmm. Or they would f- either focus on the outside of it or they would focus on uh, the letters and and what you preserve as a bookbinder. But it's like you don't have all in one book now. So they're probably what you will call a bibliophile. They, they love books and they really love the way that they looked hundreds years ago.
0: Yeah, no, there is a definitely... Anything handmade has a particular feel. I mean, as we're talking and as you're describing things, I was thinking about what do we have that's handmade in this moment of time that has a a, a different feel that is tangible to somebody. And the only thing that came to mind very quickly was haute couture. Yeah. Where, of course, there are economic barriers and stuff like that. But when you have a hand-tailored item in your hands everything about it is different the tensions of the fabric are different the tensions of like um the thread are different and that makes the clothing feel very um, different and also fall on the body very differently it fits you it perfectly, fits you right? perfectly it's or the or it's, but there's something about it that that, that that there is a different kind of feel to it yeah and I'm this must be what these people hanker for that kind of feeling that the book has. That only a a completely handmade book can have
1: that. Yeah, and I think when you make books or clothes today, you don't know, probably don't know, how does the material work, and it's very, very important when you make a good jacket that you know that the the material has to turn this way and not that way and it's the same with paper it had fibers and if you go through uh, along or not along the fibers but uh, the opposite way you you you'll have like a brick of a book that won't open or is of course, you can open it, but you yeah, can feel—you yeah. feel instantly mm. when you get a book in with the wrong fiber direction. It feels like it doesn't really wanna mm. uh, fold the right way when you fold the pages, and and uh, it's it's really important to know your materials.
0: So on that note, what may I, Do you do you work on materials that are kind of completely traditional, like leathers and? Um, and, and paper, totally. fi- pa- you know, fa- paper fibres, just like they would have made them in medieval times. Are there more um, modern things that are, have come into?
1: It is of course. I can only get the papers as they do it today. So you have uh, uh, the kind of paper that, in at least in Danish and in German, is called "bude." Yeah um uh, not sure what it is in english but it's this kind of paper handmade paper you can't just go buy a whole bunch of that today and make books out of it so it's something that's uh, similar or it's the modern the
0: modern art of interpretation it, but it's still but a it's sort still of
1: crude and you have the same uh, um watermarks uh, to resemble yeah. the, the the interior interior uh paper But uh, yeah, I do use... I work with leathers and uh, marble papers and I do gold embossments and...
0: I saw your embossing tools that look very beautiful lying there. Very, very nice.
1: It's a whole handcraft though from from bookbinding. You had, former you had... Bookbinders and you had gilders, so and probably somewhere maybe in England you still have gilders, but the Hmm. last one died in Denmark and didn't gave its uh, his his craft to anybody. anybody. Uh, Ole my teacher, he was uh, good at hand tooling uh, decorations, so he taught me some of it, and then it's something that customers need to to want for me to practice it, and it's. It's not much that yeah. uh, handling. Of badge. course,
0: this must be different yeah. now because, of course, in the Middle Ages, you would have had different guilds, and each item, whatever it, whether it's clothing or jewellery or anything, went through each guild for a different kind of process. I know this from, um, for example, making uh, vestments for priests. Yeah. That in fact they were p- considered pieces of jewellery. Yeah. All we get now, really, is the backing, which is the textile backing. But the textile backing was just the backing and I guess, that was given to the jewellery. Um,
1: and I guess deals. there's uh, more things into that. One yeah, thing totally. is, one thing yeah. is the, 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 what's modern. You want something more simple. You don't have mm. so decorated books mm. or so decorated uh, jewellery or so decorated mm. clothes anymore. And the other thing is, of course, it takes so long time to yeah, decorate. Of course. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if you and have if to hand cost as well, uh, sew, uh, <laughs> this rope, it would take hours and hours. And it's the same with the books. Very decorated books takes very long to make and therefore very expensive.
0: Are there any um, works that you feel very proud of or that um, you feel... Kind of very special to have been commissioned to do that you would like to mention there are things that that you think may well you that you like doing and that you think have a a kind of a, a kind of incredible expression for this moment in time
1: for this moment in time yeah. so it's more modern
0: not necessarily it could be something that is actually completely traditional but that it it's been called from a place that's very modern, or where its usage has been kind of slightly shifted. You think? Hmm.
1: Good.
0: I mean, I asked this because I saw that you don't just—you uh, sometimes have to make boxes. Yeah. Or think, and, and I thought this is quite an amazing thing because, of course, it's a sim—it's similar; it's the same processes. I was. But, but whatever you put in the box must be very special to get a box that's totally handmade.
1: I know. I, I was hired to do a box for the crown princess oh. and uh, it was because she inherited uh, this old uh, tiara ah, yes. from uh, Queen Ingrid and it was made so it suited her well and was diminished or made smaller yeah, reduced, yeah. reduced mm. and some of the uh, extra uh, rubens was used to make some new uh, hair Um, pieces and they needed a box similar to the red leather boxes that you normally keep all these tiaras and uh, jewellies. Yeah,
0: like a a Cartier box or something. Those traditional red boxes. Exactly.
1: And that was like uh, going to my exam again. (laughs) (laughs) Doing (laughs) this box. uh, To make it work and and make it uh, all in red leather with a special uh, logo on for this uh, designer, a jewellery designer, who had to make these hair pieces and a ring and and a lot of small rooms for little things that you could connect to the jewelry so that's quite and amazing that's that quite an amazing
0: quite, um project to do yeah you know to bring all those techniques that you have which are kind and of a
1: wonderful experience for me know, to do course, this if yeah. people come with something i've never done before and you get like wow can i do this is this <laughs> possible how do i do it and then you find out that what you learned was a handcraft so you work with the same materials but you just Sort of adapted, constructed yes. adapted into this new thing, and then you find out you you can your hands can do much more than you have ever done, and that is really that amazing is amazing to experience that's an
0: amazing thing i think that this is really important this kind of like this finding of something i mean once again, I know that there um it's very heightened what we're talking about you know because of course but that means that there there is a kind of um totally practical yet totally kind of beautifully put together totally beautifully crafted future for 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 these incredible crafts that you can find that flexibility that you know the, that that one can tackle some pro, a, a project like this and say yes we can do this yeah that, that it reflects the same like up uh, technologies that, that I use on the more kind of like um you know the, 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 i don't want to say normal but the idea of bookbinding you know you immediately get an idea uh, that you're producing a book but of course you could produce many other things
1: yeah you know, exactly and
0: and it's still the same techniques like so, uh, yeah.
1: the the thing you put on your desk
0: to put them. Oh yes, to to put things on top to your writing stuff. Yeah, I don't know what it's <laughs> called, but I know exactly what you mean. That normally has blotting paper. Yeah. On top of it, because yeah, exactly. people wrote with a pen so, and they could splotch. Uh, writing
1: on yeah. delay yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah in that, full leather and Yeah, that must be stunningly beautiful
0: it, to have. Yeah.
1: Orders like this, and yeah. it's amazing when you find out how to do it. And, and that and I think and those safety. things are,
0: are really incredible because they, they prove to one that there are many possibilities involved in, in technologies that we've inherited, that we see as traditional, but in fact, there's a lot of things behind them and one can still use them for many projects and stuff. May I ask you, since we're here, tell us something about your workshop. Yeah an amazing place to be in.
1: Well, it's very low to the ceiling here, so you <laughs> you have to be not more than 170 to pass around without hitting your head into the old wooden uh, Didn't ceiling. I just experience <laughs> that? Yes. And then again, yeah, very heavy machinery from that you use for cutting paper and cardboard and leathers. And then like the guillotine, we call it over yeah, here, yeah, you can cut a whole the full book block. Oh wow. Uh, so it cuts
0: the whole bulk of the book. That, that, yep. Wow, amazing.
1: Yeah. I have a sewing machine uh, for okay. sewing the books. I have a big uh, tw- twin press for pressing books. Yeah? And uh, yeah, lots of other machinery for... Uh, in the back, I have my gilding session. That's where I do embossments, and, and uh, both with clichés and uh, little letters that I hand-set. So yeah lots of old machines that uh I couldn't do with any of the uh, yeah, of I, course, use, yeah, yeah. I use all of them Yeah of course Yeah, you can, yeah. So uh, they're all in in work <laughs>
0: That's um that's quite an amazing experience really to be here and yeah, it I is, really... I think,
1: for the experience for people coming out from the outside, and for me in yeah. the beginning when I was new here, it's like coming into a time capsule. Yeah, totally. It's yes, something yes, you, you don't that. really yeah. see many places anymore.
0: No, and I mean, and I love the the smell and all the the rolls of leathers and materials. Yeah. But also seeing <laughs> like you know like we when we spoke like seeing things like this, we, it, this is so stunning to see that and so modern in look yet yeah, you know I can see it's totally like but it's so modern and then you get that old book with that beautiful
1: so there's texture piles and like. piles of books that are bound and books that are yet to be bound here under wooden uh, boards amazing yeah
0: um, I want to say thank you very much for this opportunity of coming into your workspace and taking your time Which is valuable.
1: It was a pleasure.
0: No, very, very nice. Thank you.
1: You're welcome.